Hello, welcome back once again to drb.com, our relationship series. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, even on drb.com website. Yesterday, I was talking about relationship and I talked about friendship. I explained our acquaintances develop. I said he wants friends, but also show himself friendly. It's in the Bible. And we did talk about two things that people look for in family friendship. The first thing I talked about was competence. I said, people want to know whether you are what you say you are. Do you live where you say you're living? Are you what you claim you are? If you are not, with time, they will find out. And their perception of you will drop. If you are competent, if you are competent, people will like you for your competence. They call that you are able. It's called ability. That's your competence. But it's another thing. It's called character. Character is who you are when nobody is watching in the dark. Character is your inner nature that comes out in relationships. Are you a good person? Are you a nice person? You see, people that want to have friends are looking for friends that have character. And the kind of character they are looking for, honesty. Purity of mind and purity of heart. They want to meet people. They may not be good themselves. Even the worst of men are looking for the best of men. If you ask a woman who you want to marry, I want to marry an angel. Even though I'm a devil, I want to marry an angel. And if you ask a man who you want to marry, I want to marry Angela. That's the feminine of Angela. So they said they know who they want. They don't want anybody with dubious character. What does it mean to be dubious? Listen very well. Character is very, very important. It's who you are. Every relationship lasts for too long for a man to hide his real character. Marriage in particular lasts for too long and are too close a range that people will later find out who you can't hide in marriage forever. A time will come when the mask will fall off the face of the masquerade and they'll know that this is who you are. So when people are looking for friends, these are the two things they look for, competence and character. What's character? Honesty, right living, telling the truth, transparency. You know what I mean by transparency? It's just there. You know what they say in my, where I come from? Say, this is who I am. I have nothing to hide. Give me this short story. I went to give a talk in the university campus and people were clapping, they were hailing the message and when I left the hall, a young man met me. He asked me for my name, my card. I gave him my card, he got my number and everything. He was going, I called him back. I said, young man, I need your name because you may call me. Oh, you know what he told me? He said it's too early in the relationship for him to give me his card. Was a man that took my card, took my name, took my phone number, and I was asking him for his own name and his own phone number, and he said, "Won't oh, tell me his name now." And I let this relationship grow, and I'll get to know his name. That's what they call shady character. When you when, when you find it difficult to say who you are, you stand up and say who you are in in, in just one sentence. Suddenly, people come to you and they say, "Gloria." Who are you? 
There will be no glory in the house. But they just call you, who are you? Tell us in a sentence who you are. What do you say? You see, character is what differentiates the masquerade from the unmasked man. Why? There's a man behind the masquerade. The moment you know the man behind the masquerade, you're no more afraid of the masquerade. That's how relationships are. Come out straight and see who you are. I had a mentor, it's not late, and he used to tell me something. He said, tell the truth at all times. I will never have to think of what you said the last time and how you said it. I was at the bank some months ago, and I met a young man sweating heavily in front of the customer service people because he couldn't withdraw from his account. I tried to listen in because I was trying to even help him. And they were asking him, what's your date of birth? And he goes, you know, at first bank, I used February. In my driver's license, I have July. But in this branch, I don't know what I would be. Customer service person said, look, your date of birth does not change. If you can tell me your date of birth, I will allow you to withdraw. Because that's a password. He started trying to peep into the computer. He said, sorry, we can't tell you. He said, don't you know your date of birth? He said, I know, but I have different types I give to different banks. And I don't know the date of birth I give to this bank. I said, I took in a deep breath. And I said, wow. So there are people like this. Yes, they are. They have different names. The names they bear in Lagos, you know what they bear in London. The name they bear in London is not what they bear in Enugu. The names they bear in Enugu is not what they bear even in Benin. They have different names for different places. That's why you go to a compound, you say, I'm looking for Mr. Jones, and they ask you, which Mr. Jones? You have to describe and describe. Why? You just don't have. They're not transparent. Character counts. Anger is one of the things that those people don't like want to deal with. If you have a friend who gets angry easily because he stammers or because he, 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 he just doesn't like being questioned and you just ask him a simple question and immediately flares up, that's a character trait that people run away from. Anger, pride, arrogance. People don't like that. People don't like that. If you want to have friends around you, you must be humble. You must be simple. You must be straightforward. What you see is what you get. People don't have to get to know you and find out that you're worse. No, no, no. Friendship is that the deeper it becomes, the more I should be excited to have met you. But not the more I know you, the more I wonder what brought me across your path. And I begin to ask myself, what for heaven's sake? Was I looking for before I met this man? You know, my dad was quite a funny man who knows that I be so rest in peace, you know. He used to set a lot of quarrels in the, in the living room. I'll come in and I'll meet my dad with a couple trying to resolve their problems. And, and I hear my dad asking them this simple question. How did you two of you meet? Where did you find yourselves? You're so different. Where did you meet her? Where did you meet him? How about them would look up and look down and say, well, we met at the bus stop. We met in church. See, did you know yourself so well? I said, no. I was just in love. My dad says, 
never fall in love with a stranger. It sounds so strange to me. Never allow yourself to fall in love with somebody you don't know. Because we're living in very strange times, even in big cities. If you're living in a small town, like wherever, you know, you can close from work and meet somebody at the full gospel, meet somebody at church, meet somebody in town, meet somebody at the market. In some big cities, you can be in the same city and never get to see yourselves. Don't allow yourself to fall in love with a stranger. When I mean a stranger, somebody you don't know his competence, you don't know his character. Oh, you may think he has this kind of character, he's a nice person, always smiling. Wait until you get married to him. That is when the mask of character comes off like this. What they call that in Hollywood? And you see the other side of the man. That's something that my father used to say comes back to me. How did I meet this kind of man? So wicked. You know how you met him? You didn't take time to find who's behind that mask. And wearing a mask. Yeah, wearing a mask. We all wear masks. Do you know why? It's not the same way we dress at home, we dress to work. If you're a banker, you gotta work with a suit. Even when you don't want to wear a suit, you wear a suit with a tie, sweating under the tie, that's a bit like a banker. And you begin to talk to your boss, sir, yes, sir, I've done it, sir, I've done it, sir. And you get back home. And your husband is far older than your boss. He says, can I have water? Me? Get your water. That's a tap now. That's a fridge there. Get water for the And he says, but I saw you in the office the other day. You were saying yes sir, yes sir to your boss. Salary makes a difference. Character. We need to change our attitude and develop Christian characters. We need to be good. It's called the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, kindness, brotherly kindness, humility, patience, and long suffering. You know, nine of them. We need to have those things. If you are loving, they are not kind. You are not loving. If you are loving and you don't cause peace to prevail, you are not loving. All these nine fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, are embodied in one thing called love. If you can't be patient, if you can't forgive, if you can't be kind, if you can't be honest, if you can't be long-suffering, you can't... not a good character. Friend, that's what makes the difference between the persona and the personality. The charisma is the man you see on television, the man you see in town, the man you see in pulpit preaching. That is charisma. That is a persona. When he gets home, if you want to know who he is, ask his security man at home, ask his wife, and ask his children. I want to tell you, forget all that show. Come to the house and see your pastor at home giving me some punches over Gary or Rice. Why? The true character of the man is when nobody's watching and he has to be himself.
So I come again your way next week and spend time talking about competence and character. How do these two things work? If you are competent and you don't have character, you are able but unadmirable. In other words, people like your skills, but they don't like your person. So competence minus character means you are able, but you are not admirable. In other words, you can do the plumbing job very well, you are a great plumber, but when it comes to bringing back change, the story changes. How much did you buy with stuff? It depends. What do you mean by it depends? If you go in the morning, it's 15,000. But in the evening, it's 10,000. I went in the morning, I bought it 15,000. Maybe you went to check. <sighs> Computer. He's a good plumber, but he's not having a good character. So you like his skills, but you don't admire his personality. And there are those who are wonderful personalities. Good charisma, they talk nice, they are handsome, they do well, but they lack competence. So we say they are admirable, but not able. In other words, they are admirable, but they are not skilled. You can see many of them in church. People love Sister Joy. She sings well at church. Oh my God. She's, you know, either she's a seamstress. Anybody in church goes to her to so close for them. She sings well. But when they got close to her at work, give her material to sew, two weeks is not ready. You know why? Where's my dress? You know, you know, the convention, you know, the church conference, you know, I was with pastor, you know, I've been busy, you know, this COVID-19. One year, your dress is not ready. Mr. Joy is such a wonderful person. She can sew. Oh, let me tell you the story of the guy who sewed the shirt for me. Nice guy. And I wore the shirt, and my left hand was shorter than my right hand. And I went back to meet him. Nice guy. I said, what happened? He said, it depends on how I hold my hand. How do you get that? I gave a pair of shoes to cobblers in this neighborhood some time ago. Just the right foot, the right shoe was loosened. And I asked him, can I do it? Oh, we'll make it back to factories and type. I brought the shoe back after like two weeks, calling them, can I brought the shoe back? Lo and behold, my right foot could not enter the right shoe anymore. And I asked him why. He said, God is speaking to me to give out the right shoe. And I went, what's wrong with you? And he said, he tried his best, but his best is not good. Now tell me, how would I go to him again? Not talk of those that borrow money and never pay. Very nice in church. But when you give them money, you never see them again. They change parish, change. I never get to see. When you ask them for your money, you know what they tell you? Are you the only one in the world I'm owing? I'm owing 100 million. Just number one. If I, if I own debt, it's the smallest. And you're the only one giving me the biggest. I will never talk to you again. Nice guy with a bad character. Like, come again your way next time. Be good. Have competence. Have character. And build friendship. God bless you. See you again next time. Every Saturday, 6 p.m., Sunday, 6 p.m. Remember what I told you before? We're going to have an interactive session, not to this time in the future, where you ask me, we'll take up a topic on Facebook, and you ask, and then we get answers. I hope you'll be there when we do that. Have a great day and great week. Thank you. God bless you.